What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast. We're here. Me, the boy yeah. KB. Yeah. Looking pretty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> as usual. As usual. Um, but yeah, bro. You know, you, you, man, you guys know what we do. You guys know what we do. We start. Hello, how's it going? A little, a little, you know, toss a little compliment to KB on the side. You know the joke. You you don't know about that part, though. I don't know about that part. You you see him, like, little awkward smile, like, oh, no, why are you doing that? And then after, what do we get into, my brother? You say, how about you start it off this week? We'll switch it up a little bit. Change up the formula. Hey, yo, man, my goddamn star of the week. I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to the Chicago Skies, bro, because it was, for some reason, I I took, I paid attention to WNBA finals this year. In some way, somehow, it was was lit. They just played the finals? Yeah, yeah, a lot of missed layoffs though, but we all miss layoffs here and there. Uh, <laughs> shout out Kenneth Sparker for coming home to Chicago and bringing the city a championship in the first year there. That's that's huge, yo. So uh, shout out to Chicago Sky, shout out Kenneth Sparker, the whole team. They went crazy against my goat, but you know, um, it was a well fought series up to five. The girls did their thing. Shout out to Chicago Skies, bro. My stars of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your I'm, star, yo? I, before I turn into my star, I'm double tripping. So they just they're playing their playoffs now, and it's only up to five. Every single series is up to five. It's like best out of five instead of best out of seven. And like, uh, yeah, they just played the finals. That's so odd. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, my star of the week. Y'all see this jersey? Y'all see the number? Y'all know who it is. The C, the great eight, Alexander Ovechkin. He just passed, I think, Marcel Dion, I think, for, for number fifth all-time on the goal-scoring list, list. And he's about to break all of those records very, like in the probably this season and next season. And then the only one that he has to eventually attain, which is, has become a big story, is Gretzky's record. So here's me as a huge Ovi fan praying that he breaks the, the all-time goal-scoring record. Just signed a five-year deal. I think he can do it. So, but now he's he's oh, ranked man. fifth all time. So, so he's my star of the week for for scoring two goals this week and getting getting that fifth all time spot by himself. Um, but yeah, let's hop into some NBA news. <laughs> Another thing that's almost becoming formulaic at this point. What did I say last week? Two names. Two names. Yeah, the the media loves yeah. these names on their lips. Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, back again. Every like, honestly, I'm starting to get tired of talking about Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons, bro. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I I'm can't so, rely to. I can't. I, I can't so, rely to you. Me, me too, bro. <laughs> I'm so tired of talking about these two. I think we're coming to the end of the situation with one of them. So thank God, thank the Lord. But the other one, shoot, you know, like if he keeps going this way, <laughs> I might just have to. Slide that news to the side, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> they have nothing else going on. Instead of putting news on the court, they want to put news on on outside, off the off court, the court. Like, off the court, personal life like, stuff. Uh, but let's start off with the man, Mr. Kyrie Irving. Uh, he hopped on IG Live, I think Thursday. I tried to watch his live, but the man's internet connection is horrendous. Bootleg. <laughs> I don't know where he is, bro. This guy. My boy, you make you make millions a year. You got bootleg connection. You'll fix that. It's <laughs> crazy. I, I'm not even gonna talk shit. Like no, that, but Kyrie is definitely the type, bro. Like you know, I mean, he's probably out off somewhere on like some some wilderness retreat. You know, like just like you know, let me escape the media, the noise, everything. But yeah, you hopped on IGTV. Uh, sorry, not IGTV. IG Live said a few things. 
Uh, I'm gonna play y'all a little clip here just to just to give y'all an up his update at least on the situation that he's going through. My voice, nobody's gonna take the power away from me that I have for speaking on these things, you know. And don't believe that I'm retiring. Don't believe that you know I'm gonna give up this game. Uh, for a vaccine mandate or staying unvaccinated. Don't believe any of that shit, man. Like so, y'all hear that? A little snippet. You can go watch, like, you know, tons of people record the, the, the IG live. It's like a, the man goes on for 20 minutes. There's a lot of things that he said. I don't know, if KB, if you were able to catch, like, his whole, like, live. Probably not, right? Like, but th this has been... What I just played for you guys is the quote that's been going around all over socials, but... Um, he said some good things in there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't chastise Kyrie as much as the rest of the media does. You know what I mean? Like, I I get it. I get it. But part of it is also kind of, you know, like, what Kyrie basically was saying is he's, he's trying to give a voice to the voiceless. So he's not necessarily anti-vax. Um, he has no problem with the vax. He's just, like, kind of trying to make a scene so that the people who are anti-vax have someone who who kind of represents them. And I get it, and I think there's, like, there's... As always with Kyrie, there's always good intentions, you know what I mean? Like, like no one will tell you Kyrie's, a, like, a bad person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, he's not a bad person. It's just, like, the decisions, I guess, sometimes, you know? Like, um... I mean, I, for the looks of it, like, it's not... It's not I, I don't know. Like, to me, personally, it's not a bad decision what he's doing. It's more, like... He, like he said, like he's using his platform to give those people a voice. Like, yeah, there there has to be another way to go about it. But what else could he be doing? Take the vaccine, take the vaccine, and just play ball. Nah. Um, maybe talk to the media afterwards and tell them like, hey, I took it. But for the people out there who don't want to take it, who don't have a profession like I have, where I have to, you know, like it shouldn't be forced and mandated like that. I don't yeah, know. Man. I don't think I don't think that should be taken seriously at all. That's like me doing something and then telling people not to do it. It's like he's he's oh, that's he, true. It's not. It's like it's like he's not gonna go and take it, knowing that well, like he's fighting for for to give people a voice that don't want to take it. It's like it's like it makes sense from a certain standpoint, but at the same time, it's like bro, you sign your you sign your soul to whoever you sign your soul to. So now if they got rules for you, it's either you follow them or you don't. Now if you decided not to follow them, like yeah, the like consequences come with it. The media, all that stuff. You signed up for all of that, man. But at the end of the day. What, what is it going to be? <laughs> you're going to stay on the news? You're not going to play ball? Or you, what are you going to do? I want to see Kyrie on the court. Me, personally. So, so do I. So do I. I love seeing Kyrie. Like, you know, I was cracking jokes uh, like that he was that he was going to retire. And he just said, like, don't believe I'm going to retire. That's not true. Um, yeah, but he was coming for you on that one. <laughs> he heard me. Hmm. He heard me yeah. specifically. He listens. Kyrie listens, just so y'all know. So y'all better listen too, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, and he, he had lots of, like, like pretty good points in there like yeah the 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 voice for the voiceless like he's not gonna compromise himself for for something that's being forced and i i can respect that you know what i mean i do respect it you know like uh it's just i think like you said selfishly we all want to see Kyrie play um you know the nets obviously everything that they've invested into getting assembling that big three and having it <laughs> basically like you know if Kyrie doesn't play this season like he's definitely not signing a contract with these guys again. Like, even if he does play, like, the way that this situation went down, I could see him not not uh, signing a contract with them again. James Harden is here for a year. If Kyrie's out, 
Like, is he gonna stay? I don't know. Is yeah, he just gonna run it yeah, with him yeah. and KD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if Kyrie, if Kyrie leaves, if anything, that's even a better situation for James Harden because he gets to get that bag. He gets, he gets, he gets that contract. He does, he gets that contract. Is he not so, on a max already? That that never stopped nobody from getting another one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not a guy like James Harden. Mm. Even if he's on a max right now, like per- at this point. Personally, I think yeah. that that's a better that's a better duo in my opinion. Yeah, so. yeah, more, most definitely. Like, I'd rather I'd rather James Harden and KD do their best to get out the East than have Kyrie in and out the lineups because he can or cannot play certain games. It's like I don't know. I I enjoy Kyrie Irving basketball. I really do. I wanted to see him back on the court, but if this whole vaccine is going to be an issue, then my thing is, how long is it going to be an issue for? Because because regardless, like there are cities. And states that you won't be able to play in. So what's gonna happen? Like you're gonna sit out those games. So let's he, say you got. He, he's gonna gonna have to get vaccinated eventually. That's what I'm saying. So let's say you got a playoff series in in that certain state or whatever, and you have to get vaccinated. What's gonna happen? You're not gonna play that playoff series. Well, he might. He might do. Well, he like. I don't know if he's gonna sign for a state that allows you to play without a vaccine, but except like give the team a discount on the contract, and then he only plays home games or or games where he can play, like, it'd be a weird situation like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know what's going to go on with that, man. But at least, like, I also agree with you. If James Harden stays, I don't know if he will. That's the thing. Like, some people feel like if, if they don't have that big three, he'll leave. But if he stays, I think the team could be even better because they can build a better uh, supporting cast around the two main guys. And we always said, like, remember when the original James Harden rumors were there? We were like, why don't you just trade Kyrie for James Harden straight up? You know what I mean? And keep, like, Jared Allen and, like, all those guys that they... Yo, they lost Dinwiddie, Allen, um, what's his name, Levert. Like, they lost a lot of great players, like... Yeah, in that, their lineup like, was deep. Their lineup was super deep. Like, just with Kyrie mm-hmm. and, and KD, like, that team looked good, like, you know, when they had they just those two. Um, mm-hmm. And to me, if you could build, like, a similar supporting cast but just swap in Harden for Kyrie, that's a better team because Harden's yeah. the better player, like, you exactly. know, so... Um, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they get that, situa- that situation sorted up because season's about to start in like two, three days from now. So, <laughs> uh, I think, I think like he's either gonna bite the bullet or he's out for the season, and the Nets uh, being favorites is done. So, but yeah, because no team's gonna take Kyrie in a trade either. Like he's even less tradable than Ben Simmons at this point, you know. Which which is so bad, yeah. It's so bad, yeah. Yeah, but uh, speaking of the man Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. He's he's returned. The prodigal the prodigal son has returned to Philly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. The boy, the boy, Rich Paul, told him to go back because he was losing way too much money. Yeah, way too much money. Is that the what you think left. it is? I think. I think. I I think he's kind of stupid at this point, bro. It's like. It's like if you were gonna sit out that long, might as well just sit it out completely. Like you already, you already pushed it to the point where your teammates don't like you anymore. Like you know what I mean? Like you said, don't come here, don't visit me. Like you're, so your team ain't messing with you. You pissed off the organization. The organization ain't messing with you. Like you, you've taken it too far. Where it's just like, like it's time to commit. Like you know the the man's loading bar got to eighty five percent and he and he dropped. You know typical typical Ben Simmons once again. He doesn't have like. He doesn't have that that killer mentality. He can't even be a killer to, to get what he wants. You know what I mean? He's soft. Like, and some news that just came out recently, actually, and I believe it, is apparently uh, when he was having a tough time against Atlanta in the playoffs, he tried to use like the COVID-19 protocols to find a way to sit out that game because he didn't want to play. 
And that's like yeah. coming like now apparently like now all of the people within that organization are just exposing him. You know what I mean? Like he did them dirty. Yeah. So so trainers, coaches, players, they're all just like, yo, hey, anonymous report. Ben Simmons did this, Ben Simmons did that. So this came out from like recently too. I don't know who the source is, but it's been all over like major sports news pages. So is it true? Is it not true? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to believe it because it sounds something like very much be, like what Ben Simmons be would do. That'd be yo. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like his defensive assignment was Trey Young and the fact that you want to sit out in game seven against Trey Young for him to embarrass your ass, bro. My bad, man. Like, that oh, man. That, if, if that, if whatever that, whatever that is, is true. If that's true, then Ben Simmons, I don't know, man, but like, I, I don't, I don't, just because I want to respect the guy, I don't even want to believe that's true, but like, it was straight young, bro. Trey Young looks like a child compared to you. Yeah, exactly, bro. bro. Trey Young, Young's probably one of the smallest players in the NBA. He gots to be, but like, and, and Ben Simmons being his defensive assignment is like, yo, how, how are you backing up from Trey Young? And then, what was it? Eastern Conference? No, Eastern Conference semifinals. Yeah, semifinals. You have a chance to make it to all the way to the finals and you're backing up from Trey Young? My bad, man. Yeah. I, I don't even know if I should take you seriously anymore, Ben. Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, like, we've already said all we need to say about Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, once again, I'm kind of tired of talking about Kyrie and Ben. Like, you know, it's just always uh, Kyrie Ben, Kyrie Ben, all the time. Like, I'm more, I kind of lie, I'm a little bit more interested on the Kyrie side of things because I want to see him back in the league. Like, Kyrie, it's more like all he has to do is get vaccinated and we get to see a superstar back. Ben Simmons is kind of just like, screw you, Ben. You know what I mean? Like, Ben is very much like a screw you, like, for me at least. I don't know about you, but Ben is just cheesy me, <laughs> cheesy me. He's being, he's being such a... Such a drama queen, but I, I, I just exactly it's, it's it's just a drama queen, a drama queen in him, bro. That's that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. But anyways, he's back, so we'll see what's gonna happen with him. That's gonna be an awkward situation for the season. Hopefully, he plays well, so we can get his get traded. Because if he doesn't play well, I think he's sticking around. Um, but last but not least, the king and his and his uh, group of merry men, you know. Los Angeles Lakers, the story of the preseason, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> what what they go six and zero, but like zero oh and six, zero oh and, <laughs> oh and six, and not even against good teams. But it's preseason. It's preseason. We'll pre we'll preface it with that. It's preseason. However, whether you're a huge Lakers fan or not, this is concerning. So no, it's not. You don't think so? Why would this be concerning? Explain your points, please. Okay, so in six games, combined turnovers for LeBron and Russ, 34. Okay, in six games, divide 34 by six. What is that? That's like six point something. Six point something for turnovers in a game? Six turnovers in a game for two people? That's nothing. I'm just saying. I feel like most of those are Russ, though. Isn't he, isn't he like, doesn't he have a higher higher than that? What did Russ yes. have through six games? Do you know? His hit. His turnover ratio, his turnover ratio in like two games was seventeen, and that's what had me worried. That the first two games, he had seventeen turnovers in two games. Mm. That's what had me worried. Now, now first two games are preseasons, this that whatever. Like, yeah, it's something to worry about. But at the same time, I'm not worried whatsoever because for them, brand new lineup preseason. Who are they facing? The Nets, the Suns, the Warriors, Sacramento. None of these teams healthy today, as of today, in a seven game series can beat the Lakers. That. <laughs> that that just to me is just like point blank you know what i mean other than that i don't know i'm not really worried just because like bro lebron had 30 points in 29 minutes the last game they played it's like 
and the boy played 29 minutes. There's a 48 minute guy. There's a 48 minute uh, basketball game. The maximum minutes he's played in the preseason is 30 minutes. Other than that, like, why am I? What what do I got to be worried about? That's true. That's true. I, I got no worries whatsoever. Hey man, <clears throat> I'm I'm thinking. I I don't know if the Russ experiment is gonna work out at the end of the day, bro. You're still a believer. You still think it's gonna work out? I believe it just because just because. How can I say this? Whatever big man you put with Russ, they're gonna they're gonna play well. That two men game that Russ can play with a big man, it can make it work. If Russ understands that the only thing he has to do on this team is literally attack the basket instead of making plays first, it will work because no guard in this league, other than like Ben Simmons, and you can probably count them on your hand, other than uh, other than Ben Simmons, can actually stand in front of ben, of Russell and actually guard him. He was cooking D Fox, he was cooking Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, all these guys they played in the preseason. It, to him, going to the going to the rim against these guys—that's light work, baby food, rocking the baby on a regular basis. That <laughs> so to me, to me, I ain't stressed. I'm not worried. What I'm about when him and down. LeBron are on the court, though? That's I'm like wor- he's I'm gonna wor- share the ball, no? Like yeah. that ball can't be in his hands, right? Who's carrying the ball up the court, Russ or Bron? My thing, in my opinion, in my opinion, LeBron should stick to whatever he was doing last season and being the point guard, and Russ just attack the basket when you have to. If, if whenever you give the ball to Russ, you're expecting a bucket, either because he's passing it to a big man for a pick and roll type of type of action, or he's actually taking it to the basket, or that's it. Because I'm not, I can't picture Russ getting like triple doubles back to back to back. That's back another to thing. Russ needs that's to understand that he's not getting triple doubles no more. That's another thing. Is Russ gonna accept that? Is Russ gonna accept that that he's not getting he's not averaging a triple double this year? You know, he like have, he doesn't he doesn't have a choice but to accept that. I, think I hope so. It's like it's like the two men game between LeBron and AD. To me, it works perfectly. It's never gone down. I've seen I've seen Russell and DeAndre Jordan being doing the thing. It was it was successful. That's last Sacramento game is that was like the their entree to what's going to happen this season. They're going to finish first in the West. They're going to win that championship. And y'all going to see me in LA for the parade. That's, that's it. Just, Yo, just, you want to hear something crazy? Uh, <laughs> Russell Westbrook for Ben Simmons. <laughs> absolutely not. You wouldn't take that deal? No. That makes my situation worse. How so? I, Russ already shoots bricks. What am I adding Ben Simmons for? The defensive game. Oh my God, Russ! Russ's defense is not as bad as we think. Yeah, you know that. Yeah? It's not as bad as as we think, but like it's not at Ben Simmons level. At Ben Simmons doesn't have to score from the outside. He doesn't need to use his jumper because they'll be okay without him. You know, because uh, Westbrook well, like Westbrook doesn't have a jumper either. So he shoots the ball better than Ben Simmons does. He, he does. Than, he scores better than Ben Simmons does. He I, does. His his scoring his scoring is more important to me than Ben Simmons' defense on the Lakers team that's already probably the best defensive team in the league right now. You I think so? so? Yeah, bro. Defensively, defensively, if it's not Giannis, I don't know who else it is defensively. If it's not Milwaukee Bucks and they lost P.J. Tucker, I don't know who it would be. I I have to I have to think about that. Yeah, Milwaukee's up there. Um, Milwaukee's up there. The Raps fell off. Yeah, big time. The the Raps fell off. Losing Kyle Lowry hurts them a lot with that. Yeah, like like, I mean, Miami's gonna be in that discussion for Miami. Miami, yeah, best defense in the team. Yeah, Bam Bam Lowry, 
they're Don't all live. small though. They're all small though. They that's are. My they thing. are. That's my point. Like Bam's the biggest guy being your center at six, 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 seven. That's LeBron's size. LeBron makes Bam look small. He, I'm yeah. not worried. I'm I'm not worried about that guy. Either, I think Bam's six nine. I think Bam's six nine. No. Um, Le- LeBron's uh, yeah. Bam has to be around that height, but LeBron's yeah. like six eight, six seven, something like that. So LeBron's like, LeBron's also six nine. I think no. Is he some? I, I don't even know, but I just know he makes that boy look small. I when they were playing Sacramento two days ago or something like that, bro. Tristan Thompson was the biggest guy on the court for Sacramento, and Tristan Thompson and LeBron and height is the difference is not like crazy, it's there. So, your biggest guy being your center is 6'9. When I got men's on the court, like AD, Dwight Howard, DJ, like yo, bro, I don't know. I, I don't know personally. I'm excited to see what this Lakers team is gonna give me this season. Like, yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of freaking adjustments and shit like that. But I don't know, man. I'm excited for my boy Melo coming off the bench, dro- dropping 15 Me- on him. Melo, Melo did oh. look good in the preseason. He looked good in the oh, preseason. Like, like I'm, I'm really, like I'm, I'm happy they lost all of this, all their preseason games. Because if they had won all them games, everyone would have been like, oh yeah, that's what you guys are getting ready for the Lakers, this that, whatever. But now that they lost, it's like, oh, this might not work. And then when it will work, it's like, dang, Russ and LeBron on the court together. That's something we would never thought about. <laughs> there we go, man. All right, bro. We'll have to see. When's the, when the season starting ne- this week? No, next week. Season starts Tuesday. They're taking off again. Golden State and Steph Curry, who's gonna catch some smoke. But that that boy, that boy too, man. Watch out for that MVP title. He might, he might go for I, that. I'm telling you, he was my MVP pick last week. I'm telling he you, might, he might go for that. But yeah, man. Let's hop into uh to some NHL stuff. Mostly the Leafs for the most part. Uh, did you catch uh, all the games this week? Yeah, except you, yesterday's like yesterday was in and out. I was I was all around the place. Yeah, um, so I mean we had the Montreal game, won that, lost lost to Ottawa on on Thursday, and then we won yesterday against Ottawa, which is honestly an expectation for me at this point. That's why the game on Thursday was a little frustrating. Um, how about you start us off, bro? What was like like some things that you saw in the games that you watched, players you like? What do you think of this the Leafs? Like, what are you kind of expecting from them? It's the first week of the of the regular I mean, season. Home opener was like everything everything I hoped for. Like it was a, a, a hard fought game. This that whatever. Once again, I was pissed at I was pissed at the fact that the energy that was put in that first game was not there last year during the playoffs. But you know, like we're not gonna reminisce about last year. It went through. It, we, it, did, it did what it did, man. It did what it did to our feelings. It did what it did to our emotions. But we gonna move on. But no, nah, no. Nah, first game. First game was crazy. I really liked the first game. Um, who, who, like, there's a bunch of new cats that I actually mess with, like that Bunting boy. Bunting's nice. He's had a good, uh, he scored last night. Yeah, Bun- Bunting had a good game. Uh, what's that other guy named? Eggvol? Eggvol? Pierre Eggvol? Yeah. yeah, he's he's been yeah. in and out of the lineup. He's been with us for, like, three seasons. Three, yeah, I haven't three, seen seasons. him around that much, but I don't know. Like, those, those games, like, I feel like he showed up some way, somehow. It was, it was a good week. The second game... The second game, though, like the second that, game was tough to watch. <laughs> second game was horrible to watch. To me, to me, no, no, actually, second game was they almost made that comeback, didn't they? They did, yeah, but yeah. that's typical Leafs bullshit, bro. They yeah, yeah, typical. That. Yeah, but uh, to me, it's like the, the the goals, the fact that they even they were down three zero at that point was like it was just plain basic mistakes. Like to uh, me, uh, yeah, it wasn't really their fault. Like it was like yeah. bounced off a player went in, bounced off the skate. Mm-hmm. Like I, I that's why I'm not losing my mind over it. Like some yeah. of these things. Like to me, like I was looking 
like at first when when I was watching the game, I was um I was paying attention to uh, what's his name, Mrazek, the goalie. Yeah, the the back yeah, the, yeah. the new guy I, we brought in. Yeah, yeah. I was paying attention to him and I'm like, bro, like tu bouge comme une passoire. Like, what is this, bro? Like he, <laughs> he was he was literally just boot like I thought he was garbage. But then the game went on, the game went on, and I was like, Okay, Nana, this guy's not that bad. Like he, he could actually play, whatever. But once again, like that comeback almost, I thought they were going to make that happen. I thought they were going to make it happen too. They, they literally had a shot at like, there was like maybe five seconds left. I don't know who took that. I feel like it was Bunting, but I'm not too sure. There was the five seconds left in the third period. They had a, tra- a shot, a chance to tie it, and he didn't. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that. But other than that, other than that, bro, like, I don't know. It was a good week for the boys. Um, yeah. The third game was yesterday. I didn't. I didn't. It was. It was. I was in and out that game too. I can't even lie. I third didn't game. Attention that much. Uh, like there's so much news coming out of the whole week, but especially the third game. But like that Thursday game, I want to give a shout out to Anton Forsberg, which was the the, the keeper for Ottawa. Uh, Matt Murray, the the starting netminder, got injured, and then he he came in, and now he's the starter for who knows how long. Um, and the guy just had that game. He had 42 saves, so it was like a like. It wasn't like we didn't make that comeback for no reason. You know what I mean? The keeper was the keeper was lights out. And even mm-hmm. last night, bro, I don't know if you saw the the save that he made on John Tavares. Oh my god, that was nasty. Nasty. You saw that, that right? Nasty. Like when he went backhand forehand nasty. and he yeah. just robbed him. Like that was, that was like damn. I was like, damn, JT, I know I know John Tavares wants to cause like Matthews is not here right now. So this is his time to just like pop. He's coming back in. tomorrow though. Yeah, he's coming. He should. He's rumored to be coming back tomorrow. Let's let's break because yeah. this team looks like. Let's be honest. That's how you know Austin Matthews is a superstar in this league because he makes that team look completely different. They're still good without him, but with him, they just look like he's he he takes control. He's such a superstar. Yeah. Right but yeah. yeah, JT like like he's trying to get started. You know what I mean? He's trying to get his season going. So is Mitch. You know they're having a little bit of a rough time, but last night they looked good. For the first time, I didn't like how they looked in the first two games, to be honest. Like, but last night they were looking better. Nylander has been looking great all season. I'm telling you, this guy's boy. like 30 goals minimum. This guy's gonna get like 60 plus points easy. Like that's what he usually averages. But I'm, I feel like he might get 80 points this year, bro. Nylander's Nylander's gross, bro. Nylander's he's, gross. He's like. He's one of those guys where he, like, he's he's everywhere, yo. Like it's it's mess. Like I don't know. Every single time I watch him play, it's like he doesn't look like. I don't even know how to put it's it. It's too just, easy. You know? Yeah, like, it's too easy. He's smooth. He's smooth. <laughs> is like very like the most nonchalant guy. And like sometimes you think that means that he's not playing well because he's not, it looks like he's not trying, but like yeah. he's just so smooth, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, Willie's, Willie's slowly becoming like my favorite of the big four, bro. Like he's been, he's been, well, not even slowly. Like I think he might already be, bro. Like especially like after last season with Mitch, like yo, Nylander's looking. He's looking sick. Yeah, that contract, that contract, looking <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I can't even lie. If there's anybody on that team, I have to get a jersey. It has to be him. I know, sure. I know. I yeah, already yeah, said yeah, like yeah. Uh, it has to be him. Uh, don't worry about that. I'm looking into it. <laughs> I'm looking into it. That Relax, might, yeah. That might be a little gift, you know, like a little it's gift for, for 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 something <laughs> special. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. Uh, me and my boy, me and my boy we need a date. <laughs> bro, he's a yo, he's a fly guy, good looking dude. It's a sick number two eighty eight is a sick number. I feel like if you're gonna rock a jersey, like it's a, it, it's a good look. But yeah, Willie's looking just like elite. And honestly, to be honest, like I know they're gonna put Mitch with Matthews again, but like before you started watching the Leafs, it was actually Nylander, Matthews, and then Mitch uh, was 
with another line before Tavares came, and then Tavares came and he played a season with JT before, like, finally Mitch started playing with uh, with um, Matthews. Like, you know, Matthews and Mitch are sick, but, like, I feel like I liked Nylander Matthews better, and I know it went stale, and that's why they made the switch. But the way Nylander's playing right now, they could run that back because now you need to... You can't just, like, oh, be like, oh, Mitch is going to make the pass to Matthews for the shot. And all we got to do is stop Matthews' shot. Now you have to respect there's two shooters on the ice. You know what I mean? Like, if Lee Nylander is either going to snipe that himself or he's going to pass it off to Matthews and score. The only reason that I would say maybe keep them separate is, like, they're both generators. And, like, you might want to have, like, Nylander on his own line. And Matthews on his own line because right now Nylander is looking like the second best player of the big four, even though like technically, skill wise it's Mitch. But right now, like the way they're playing, Nylander is looking like the second best player of the big four. So, he's looking nice. Um, yeah, speaking of you guys to come in, I really like Camp. He surprised me. Camp and but you mentioned Bunting. Bunting looks good. Camp looks good. Um, he he's impressed me as a third line center. Like I I didn't know who he was before the season started. So he's looked he's looked good. Uh, yeah. Just doing his job, you know, doing his role, win some faceoffs, you know, go go fight for the puck, you know, keep possession. I don't know, for, yo. For some reason, I don't like. I know like the expectations for them are not as high as it was last year. But for some reason, I'm really like excited to watch them this year. Some way, somehow, I don't you, know what it you is. You think so? I think the expectations are higher for them now, or at least at the okay, same yeah. level. Yeah, bro. Because last year's embarrassing. Like they they can't do that again. Like now it's like if you I mean, don't yeah, if yeah. you don't win around, it's you're y'all are done. Like it might even be rebuild. Like no, like it's like it might even be like. Like wash the lineup, you know, like like what keep keep your your main pieces, your young boys, wash the lineup, like like Yeah, I don't know. To me last season is just I I like I thought I was convinced that it was championship. Oh, all of us I, were that, all of us that, that's that, why I was so disappointing. Yeah, but like this season I feel like I don't know, I I don't know. Once again, it's like I'm really excited to see them, but I don't know if it's because I don't think that they're gonna win, or it's because I watched a documentary and I'm so much more like Invested, yeah, yeah. That like that like I really want them to freaking perform. Like I think that's what it is, but we'll see. But take we'll it see. in, like you know, just to show you how much everybody expected last year to be the year. They had cameras in the room. They filmed the yeah, documentary. Yeah, yeah. Like you think they filmed yeah. that documentary, expected them to lose in the first round? I don't think so. I think the documentary they were there because they were like, oh shoot, we can watch one of the most popular sports franchises in the world win a cup, like and film it all and put it on a you know like that's what the investors whoever like came up with that idea of making that documentary had in mind that was the ideal end like why did they why did they hop into the room last season because there was expectations you know yeah. not just the the team expected it we saw in a documentary the team they expected it of themselves the coach expected it we expected it as fans like last season was a colossal disappointment the only reason that like I'm also kind of excited. One, I'm excited because we get to watch American teams again, and I can't wait. Like Monday is going to be the first game against an American team, I think, in a minute. Yeah, and I can't, yeah. I can't wait to watch like a game against a team that's not a Canadian team. Honestly, I could not, I could deal with us not watching a game against a Canadian team for the next two months. Like I've seen it all. <laughs> like I've seen it. Like literally watching like Montreal then Ottawa back to back was like so like, like yeah, it's a new season. It's exciting. I'm trying to watch the team, but I'm like, yo, I'm so tired of seeing these guys. Um, Another guy I want to shout out is Tim Stutzler, though. Like, I don't know if you saw him, the rookie. That, well, not rookie. He's in his second sophomore season now with Ottawa. But, like, mm. you know, he pulled a disgusting move. I don't know if you saw it, but, like, I he... I think I did. The one that gave him that open net everything. 
I, I think so. Like, he didn't finish. He didn't finish he the didn't play. Finish. Yeah, but, yeah. like, he, he basically received the pass behind him. Toe mm-hmm. backhand toe dragged it through his yeah. legs and then went through the defender's legs. <laughs> the and defender, yeah, so and I was like, I was like, oh my god, this guy's gonna nasty. be a superstar, bro. Like Ottawa, enjoy mm-hmm. Tim Stutzla, man. He's nasty. And these German kids, like, yo, they're starting. We're starting to get some nasty German players. Dreisaitl, Tim Stutzla, like, yo, man, Germany might be kind of nice when when Dreisaitl's in his like thirties. Like, they might have a nice team because they're starting to get stars in the league. Tim Stutzla is yeah. gross. Like that yeah, was that yeah. was disgusting. That had me out of my seat. I'm not gonna lie. That and the JT save were like, damn. Like, like we're gonna win this game, but Ottawa, kudos to you, bro. Like you know yeah, your players you know, are showing uh, up. Yeah, Ottawa had me shook. I can't even lie to you. There's this one guy. What's his name? Tyler Tyler Ennis, I think. Tyler Ennis, yeah. yo, he played for us. I knew you were gonna say him. The little play yeah. he made behind the net. <laughs> yeah, he was nasty still. Like I, I like the way he played the the two games. Like I really like seeing him around and you know hustling for what he was doing. It's like Bro, I don't know. I love, I, I, I just, love. I enjoy playing. Yeah, I enjoy watching him. I can't lie to you. I love Tyler Ennis so much. Nice. Like he, he, like he was like one of Buffalo's better players in his younger days. The problem with Tyler Ennis is like injuries and he's small. Like unfortunately mm-hmm. for him, like he's small, so like, you know, he he can get hit like pretty easily you can knock him off the puck yeah. easy but when he's yeah. when he's skating and he's got those hands moving nasty like Taylor Annis has underrated hands like and when he played he kind of had a resurgence when he played for Toronto he came here after injury like like you know best doctors in the league shout out shout out to them but yeah. uh, he came here after <laughs> his injury and then he basically like rejuvenated his career scored like 12 goals which mm-hmm. like you know as a third liner and stuff and then I was sad to see him go but like you know that's how long ago was that though through three seasons ago, I think. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Like, I don't know for some reason his name was kind of like familiar, but like I was not trying to. I like I couldn't put my hands on it. I mean, like, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I think there's also a Tyler Ennis in the league too. So, uh, in in the NBA, no, wasn't there a Tyler Ennis in an NBA or? There's a James Ennis in the NBA. I think there was a Tyler Ennis in the NBA too. Yeah, there might be a Tyler Ennis in the NBA too, but you know, but those names are so like. <laughs> Commonplace, I, know, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but and you know, you also touched on uh, Mrazic. So I don't know if you heard about last night. There was a UFT goalie in net for the for, uh, like UFT yeah. goalie backup goalie. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you know the story behind it? Like why it happened or no? No, but I, I was um, <laughs> I was I don't know the story, but we were um, we were watching it at some next restaurant or whatever, and the guys like the guys were just talking so much shit about UFT hockey and this that whatever and i was like what why, why are we like watching a lease game and uf and uft's in the conversation so i guess you're about to tell me because yeah i don't understand what's going on right now so okay so basically the answer is salary cap so uh so Mrazic, broke my heart, <laughs> well well no it's because it's actually the the opposite it's like we we have a limit and we can't surpass that limit and we kind of mm-hmm. got stuck so uh Mrazic got injured in that thursday night game right like at the end of the game um, Campbell's also looked sick like every game he's played he's looked good nice. like nice. I, I love Jack Campbell so much man I love Jack Campbell so much like not to mm-hmm. not to be sidetracked but I don't know if you saw I posted a clip in our IG story uh, of like him uh, after the game and they were like oh did you hear all the fans were chanting soup and stuff and he's like yes uh, I like that thank you very much I appreciate it like yo I'm like yo this guy is 
This guy is God's gift to Earth, bro. He's such a, he's so sweet. Like, uh, like I'm talking about another man right now, but he's so sweet. Like, oh man, if that's my, if that was my kid, I'd be the proudest parent on Earth, bro. Like, yo, starting goaltender for the Leaves, polite, nice as hell. Like, yo, what a good dude. But anyways, uh, Mirazik got injured, and basically what happened was is um, we were going into the game and we were gonna call up um, Michael Hutchinson. I don't know if you remember him from last season. He was our third string goalie last year. Um, so we were going to call up Hutch, um, but the problem was, is like on game day, uh, Justin Hall got sick. So obviously, you know, we're, we're in a panini as we'll say, like, I'm not going to say the actual word cause I don't feel like it. So we're, we're in a panoramic right now. So, <laughs> um, so obviously if the man's got a cold or something, they don't know, like, you know, they don't know if it's just a cold, like he can't play. So they, he's got to get the test. Um, so because of that. We're like, okay, we'll just put Timothy Lilligren in, right? Who's like uh, one of the younger defensemen. And he's on a two-way. But the problem is, is to bring up Hutchinson, we have to send Timothy Lilligren down to the minors to like make the money even out under the cap. So mm-hmm. that was going to be the plan. They were going to send Timothy Lilligren down, call up Michael Hutchinson, put him into the lineup. Justin Hall was supposed to play, right? So our defense, would, uh, like our regular lineup would have been untouched. We would have just called up our backup goalie. But the problem is yeah. now we lost the defenseman. And we have the next best defenseman is Timothy Lilligren, who was our extra. But in order to call up, yeah, in order to call up the keeper, we have to send down that defenseman, Lilligren. Yeah. And obviously now he has to be be into the lineup. So now they're stuck, and they can't call up Hutchinson because monetary wise they can't do it. So, yeah. so that's why this this UFT goalie kid got a call at the last minute. To, to be the backup so interesting story it's kind of like honestly it's kind of embarrassing a little bit but like it's oh man we we need a luxury tax in the nhl man we need a luxury mm. tax like i mean man shout out that shout out that uft boy bro that that probably was imagine like, how sick of a story life. that is yeah, imagine yeah. imagine you being like called up to be like on the nba bench just like like saying. you're not playing but you literally get to sit on the bench watch a game sit beside like lebron james and just chat it up like you know like, mm. it's, it's, like shout out, big shout out to him man i wonder i wonder like i wonder how like he feels or how he's gonna move around the campus now oh, oh. like i don't know man i mean he seemed like a good he seemed like a good kid like he had his post-game interview i watched it he was like he seemed like a really good kid so mm-hmm. um yeah, but he's definitely moving around like he's he, he's getting some play. <laughs> like yeah, he's, he's like, getting some play. Like you I, know? Just, I just don't want him to start moving all Hollywood and all that stuff. <laughs> like, nah, I mean it's it's a fifteen seconds of fame type of thing, right? Like eventually it's gonna wear down. But it'll be a cool story to tell one time. Like you know, he'll yeah. be at a party in like three years, and like he'll just be like, oh yeah, like I played uh, like goalie for the Leafs one game, and then they're like, what? What's your name? They search it up. They see he was like, they see yeah, a story. Like crazy. it's a cool little story. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's so. That's why it happened. So it just goes to show you why the salary cap is annoying and how, basically, uh, uh, I don't have another word than panini or panoramic, but like how how that affected the salary cap and and now it's a flat cap and hasn't increased uh, because of that, um, and now we're kind of screwed because, uh, and and that's one thing that sucks too. If you're looking at the stars who were signed recently, like, uh, uh, Pedersen. Uh, ja- uh, uh, Quinn Hughes, uh, Nick Suzuki just signed. Um, uh, Tachuk just signed for uh, for the 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 Sens. Like all of them are getting signed like around like seven eight mil, whereas we signed Mitch and Austin to like eleven mil and ten point six mil. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and 
all of these guys are getting signed to less because of the pandemic, because the money is not as, like, they know that the cap is not going to move. But when we signed Mitch and Austin, like, the, the pandemic was not even a thought. So we thought, like, the cap was going to increase over time and we were going to be okay. But now we got screwed. Like, if we literally signed that those contracts, like, a year and a half later, we would have probably they probably would have been less, you know? So mm. so that's kind of the messed up situation we're in now. We paid, like, pr- the most prime dollar that you're going to pay over the next, like, five, six years. Like, I don't know if we're going to reach that total again until, like, maybe two seasons from now. So we're in a tough spot uh, in that regard because I don't know how much the cap is going to be going up. And that's where you get weird situations like this, you know what I mean? Like, the coach doesn't even know what's going on. He's just like, hey, yo, what's up, man? <laughs> like, you know, just know, just know, like, this guy literally needs to break his leg for me to put you out there. <laughs> so what? He, coach just shows up to work and they tell him that, oh, we don't have that. They're boy. just like, yeah, you have a you have a goalie from UFT on the bench. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yo. That's actually crazy. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm in the back like this with the, with the with the chaplet, you know, touching all the beads, praying that nothing happens to Jack Campbell in that game, bro. Cause, hey man, but it would have been nice to actually see him play. And no, see no, it wouldn't have been nice. No, it would have been nice. No, yeah, they would have laid him up, man. Yeah, exactly. And then we would have got, we would have got once again. The Leafs would be the laughing stock of the NHL. Not only did we lose to a backup random guy, but we also lost using a backup random guy. So like. You know, he did play OHL hockey though. That's the thing. Like he's he's our age at UFT. He's like a twenty four year old kid. But he before he played professional hockey, he played like OHL, right? So like mm. that's where you get drafted to come into NHL. Yeah. They would send you to the minors or whatever. But yeah, he played OHL level. So he he played high level hockey. It's not like he was like some re- some. So he must he must be solid, yo. He must be solid. We should have given him a chance. Or no, something no, like no, no, no. There's 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 a reason why he there's a reason why he's trying to get a degree and he's not playing hockey except for university <laughs> levels. So you know. Hey, like, you're disrespectful, man. Uh, well, I'm not trying to diss, but like you know, there's a reason. There's a reason for that. Um. But yeah, one other thing too that I want to mention, like like super quick like uh, the the benefits of the, the this ESPN deal with the NHL I actually think that like there's going to be a lot of growth from this I noticed like production wise and camera angle wise there's it looks different this year like it's a lot more crisp and there was camera angles that I I've, I've been watching hockey for years camera angles that I've never seen like you know like um uh I don't want to reference like I'm going to anyways but like like it's not like you guys would be able to picture what I'm talking about but there was like a moment at the end of the Thursday game uh, against Ottawa, I think, um, or was it Wednesday? One of the one of the first two games, like Mitch had like a like a rebound chance, and they switched the camera to like right behind the net, and it was such a sick camera angle. I was like, oh man, this is this is lit, like a nice wide fisheye right behind the net. I was like, this is sick, like this is unusual. Like I've seen like inside the net before. I've seen kind of like above the boards, but this was like ice level bottom and i'm like oh this is sick and i saw the camera inside the boards like i don't know if that's new this season i think it is but you know and then you see stuff like charles barkley <laughs> playing playing goalie while wayne gretzky is shooting on him like that's cool man that's yeah, like that's yo this is sick exposure yeah. it's that's great exposure good. like yeah. because listen man like like you've been watching hockey like like you tell me, like, I think if this sport is promoted correctly, like, it could be a big sport because the speed and the way that the, like, the thing is with hockey is, like, the intensity, the buildup is slow. But once you reach that, like, pinnacle point, like, that mm-hmm. third period, like, game is close type of vibe, especially, like, mm-hmm. playoffs, like, 
I think there's very few sports that are close to that. Like, like the pressure is like, oh, shoot. It's you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, ball is a game of runs. It's kind of like, oh, you got to stop the momentum. It's like a momentum yeah. swing thing. Hockey yeah. is kind of like, yo, like, one either team makes one mistake and it's done. You oh, know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the tension you get in the third period. And I know you <laughs> I know you felt it. Like, that, that second, that first game against Ottawa when we almost made the comeback, you felt yeah. it. Like, you just explained it. Like, oh, I thought he was going to score a lot of five seconds. Like, that can happen. And then it's like, what? Then overtime. Like, it's very much like, hockey's that feeling because it's so quick. Like, I feel like footy, you know, like, if it's a 2-1 lead, like, I don't know, 89th minute or something, like, you're... You're in your head. You're kind of like, oh, the chances of them like tying this game is like pretty Are low because so like, low, yeah, because yeah, the build up is like real slow and like you know mm-hmm. it's a different type of game. Hockey, you're like you believe it until that that horn rings, like you know, like yeah. I feel like this is this season's gonna be huge for the NHL, bro. This season's gonna it's be gonna be huge. a big. Se- I think like yeah. th- like over the next like three seasons or so, the game's gonna get a lot bigger. I'm I'm confident yeah. in it. At ESPN and like man, I watched like a sick video, like you know, I. Uh, Maybe maybe we'll put it like down in the description. Like I'll have to like send it over your way. You could watch it too. I don't know if you'd be too interested in like music, but um, it was basically like the ESPN uh, song. Excuse me, that they had for hockey night for hockey like seventeen years ago. Uh, excuse me, they had like a special about um, the composer, and he kind of like told the story of how he made it and like. And then they made like players like listen to it. They made like like players in the league today put the headphones in and like the older guys were like like Crosby was like and Ovechkin were like singing along and stuff. And then like younger guys who just joined the league like young stars were like, "What is this?" Like you know, and it was like it was kind of a cool thing to see. And then after they just like went into it, my man hops into the orchestra, starts playing it. I'm like, "Yo, this is like, wow!" Like my heart went like damn this is this is espn like you know what i mean that's a, that was the vibe they gave they're like oh shit this is espn like you know because even i i knew that song but i didn't know it was espn i just like heard it before you know it's like a legendary little tune for hockey so I mean, uh, this this season's gonna be crazy like i me personally just watching it like i, I my, my very first time i watched a hockey game was definitely like in high school and then it was like I wasn't really into it. Like, I was just into it because everyone around me was into it. But now it's, like, I could catch myself so into a game that, like, like I have to tell myself to chill because, like, yo. like You get cheese like, sometimes. Yeah. You're like, yo, what the, yeah, yeah. what the hell are you guys doing? Exactly. Like, I, I literally have to tell myself to chill because this is crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, man. I feel like this season is just going to be crazy. It's, well, it's that it's tension buildup. Like, that's the thing. Like, you can't really explain it unless you watch, like, the sport. Like for yeah. like for me, ball. When I watch ball, like for the first like three <coughs> quarters, like I'm watching it, I'm into it. But like I'm looking for like highlight plays and stuff. The only time where the intensity like really gets up there is like the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Like that's where it's yeah. kind of like yo, y'all gotta close out. And if it's not tight, it's kind of like the whole game's kind of chill. You know, if you got like a twenty point lead and you hold that lead the game, like you're chilling. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of hard. Like if you keep the momentum, but like uh, I feel like hockey, you get a lot of those like close high tension matches a lot more often um and if you've watched the game you know there's always a chance like it's not over until it's over like it's really one of those sports so i'm excited for for the game to build honestly i'm i'm excited for so many things i'm excited to see their first game against the the kraken like i'm excited to watch that i kind of i kind of like we already got like our ticks for the season we'll we'll 
we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with that later. But like, there's 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 I want to get like I was gonna talk to you about getting some cracking tickets. I don't know if you'd want to go see two games in one year, but. Like, yeah, I don't know about all that, bro. <laughs> I don't know about all that, bro. One thing, one thing we need to do one time, though, is go watch a game in Vegas. Oh, that would definitely be down for it. I feel like, I, I feel like that's one thing I also want to do. I feel like if I travel somewhere, I want to I wanna watch, like, a main sport out there, whether it's yeah. hockey or basketball or anything. Like, I just want to go to the stadium and enjoy, enjoy, like, the vibe and see how it is, really. I mean, I've heard but, Vegas yeah. is, like, mm. Vegas is insane. They do a whole show and everything, like, pregame show. They have the siren yeah, Vegas, and stuff. I, yeah, Vegas, I'd definitely be down for that. Like, Vegas is like a party in an arena. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's yeah. where only that's where only major sports team, and they've only had their yeah. first. And Vegas has been good ever since they were created. So, uh, it, it's... it's That's crazy. I've heard it's wild out there. Like, I've heard it's wild. Like, the first year Vegas came into the league, uh, did you ever hear about the Vegas flu, bro? Like, they were talking about the Vegas flu because the first year Vegas was in the league, they were saying the players were just getting litty the night before. Because they were like, yo, why is Vegas winning all these games? Like a fourth liner is like scoring 40, a fourth liner on the team that he got picked from is scoring 40 goals now on a new team. Like what's going on, yeah. bro? Like they're like, yo, Vegas, <laughs> the Vegas blue. So that's what people said were hap- was happening the first year. And I, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Imagine, <laughs> imagine you're a player in a league. You never played a game in Vegas before. It's the first season you get to play a game in Vegas. Like, you're definitely getting litty, especially, like, some of those guys, it might even be their first time ever in Las Vegas, because when, yeah. when are they going to Vegas when they're just traveling around the league all season, going back home to their country to, like, you know, like, practice and stuff, like... Yeah, you know. that, that actually, I don't know, man. A game in Vegas sounds kind of crazy to sounds me, like a I, would, I would do it, yo. I, I would do it, too. It's, it's actually a bucket list thing for me, to be honest. Yeah, and I don't I, ca- do I don't really it. care if it's the Leafs, because I know the tickets are going to be insane if it's the Leafs. Like, I don't mind watching someone else, too. Just want to go see a Vegas game. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. But, I'm going to have to look at that. Yeah, man, we'll see what happens with the growth of uh, ESPN. But, uh... I think that's it for us, my brother, man. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you're getting. Honestly, I'm glad that you're getting into hockey. One thing too, I'm a, I, I'm I'm gonna give my man's a thanks too on the podcast for something else. I appreciate that you uh that that I don't know if you guys saw that the part one and part two of like the hockey post that uh, Mister KB took those pictures. By the way, like he has his own photography stuff going on too. If you all want to follow that, captured by by, by captured by Killian with a K, yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. So he took he took those pictures of me, and he actually was the one who like suggested like, hey man, like why don't you write like a little, a little something about like yo you little and little was the keyword. Little <laughs> said, was the keyword. He said little, and I was like I was like all right, life story. <laughs> like, you know, so I wrote that whole life story piece, and he's like yo how 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 are you gonna like what's wrong with you? Where are we posted this? Like you know I'm like mm-hmm. how much we split into two posts and make it two parts, and honestly like. Of all the posts on our page, I look at that those posts sometimes and like they 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 hit me and you know shout out to KB for 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 requesting us that out of us you know that 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 wholesome content he yeah. he, he he pulled that from us you know so it was you on the ice but it was you performing your craft bro yeah, hey man it, it's it's us as always it is you know lace them up is a two man show. It's always gonna be a two man show. I don't know. Maybe we'll bring someone else in, but the t- we're we're the vets. You know, we're the OGs, the core, the core forever. So, uh, thank you for listening in. We appreciate y'all, and we'll catch y'all on the next one. Take it easy. Peace. Guys.